What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Financial Residency Podcast. Yes, this is Saturday, not Monday, and we have a special episode for you. I did this recording with Dr. Jimmy Turner, the physician philosopher, in our Facebook group. I thought it was a fantastic conversation. I wanted you guys all to hear it. He's got a really great webinar that's actually going live. So if you're listening to this in real time, it is tomorrow on Sunday. And I think it is highly relevant for all of you listening. I think it's a fantastic conversation. So if you listen to us at Money Meets Medicine, you know, Jimmy is my co-host there. He's also been on the Financial Residency Podcast quite a few times. And I love what he's doing. I can see the transformation myself. So we talk all about what coaching is, what it isn't, and some of the important things that I think you guys need to understand when it comes to really mental health and the way you tackle strategies and problems. And it's all about framing and mindset. You get a lot of that when we talk about that from the behavioral finance perspective. But it's really interesting to hear it when we strip out the finance and we're talking about other things. So it's a little bit more serious of a conversation, not a lot of joking back and forth, but I think it's really valuable. All right, Jimmy, I believe we're live now, which would mean that those of you watching, welcome to the replay because you caught it early. We're here. We're excited. I got Jimmy Turner, the physician philosopher here with us. And Jimmy, for those catching the replay, trying to figure out if they want to stay or not, can you give them like a 15 or maybe 30 second heads up on what we're going to be talking on? Absolutely. So we're going to be discussing how to stop feeling so overwhelmed and stressed out as a spouse, a partner, a parent, a physician and the role that coaching can play in helping you equip yourself with the tools that are necessary to help you do that. That sounds awesome because I'm like half of those things just right now being in your presence. So (laughs) I think this is going to be fun. We're going to go back and forth probably a little bit, but as a registered life planner, I work with physicians all across the country. And part of what we do is, of course, being a financial planner, we look at the ones and the zeros and we tell them, hey, this is what we're doing. It's what we see. But you know this, and some of them might already know that it's not all about the ones and zeros. And sometimes behavioral finance comes into play. And so I was really attracted to what you're doing. And that's why I want to give you kind of the stage here to talk about what you're doing, because we talk all the time, right? At Money Meets Medicine, and we're hanging out, shooting the shit, as you will, um, just being buddies. And I've seen a difference in you. And I know you've gone through some coaching. I know that you've really come actually a long way in just the way you think about things. And I want to unpack that so everyone can benefit from that really nice, expensive, fancy coaching you have. So why don't we talk about what is the coaching that you're doing and that you've gone through and why physicians would actually maybe want to use that? Yeah. So it might be helpful to to back up and unpack a little bit of that, the experience you're asking about that I went through. So I'm pretty open and transparent about this. So I have a typical history of being a doctor, right? Like I'm an overachiever. I had one of the top two scholarships my undergrad was paid for. I got to medical school. I ended up getting elected to be the class president, student body president of the medical school there. I was a chief resident. I finished training. I was publishing randomized control trials and academics and won the top teaching award out of 100 doctors in my department my first year as an attending, which had never happened before. I'm married. My wife is a saint. She's amazing. I have three kids that are pretty well behaved. So like on the outside, everything looked great. Everybody always asked me like, how do you get all this stuff done? But on the inside, I was absolutely miserable. I was burned out. I was depressed. I started struggling with anxiety for the first time in my life. And in the midst of that, I got diagnosed with Graves' disease. My TSH was undetectable. So my thyroid was going bonkers, right? And I actually, because of how bad I felt, I was so excited to get that diagnosis because I was like, finally, there's a reason for why I feel the way that I feel. The trouble was that it turned out that my, my 
endocrinologist who was amazing. She put me on methimazole and got me euthyroid. My thyroid was normal again. Unfortunately, the burnout after that happened didn't go away. So then I tried therapy. I tried antidepressants. I was on Lexapro for about nine months. And really what took me out of it was ended up being coaching. And what was going on is I had all these unexamined, unintentional thoughts that were going on in my head that were producing the feelings, actions, and the way that I was showing up in this world as a dad who was having trouble balancing being a dad and a husband and balancing work as an academic you know, physician. I'm an anesthesiologist in North Carolina. And so I was just having a hard time balancing all of that. And when I got to coaching and they showed me like how my thought was leading to all of those things and that there was a way to, to think other thoughts, intentional thoughts that led to very different feelings, actions, and results, I all of a sudden went from being a burned out doctor trapped in a system, a bad culture of medicine where administrators and insurance companies and all these other things are telling us how to do our job and feeling completely powerless to having autonomy over my life again, where I now felt like I was in control and I now could start saying yes to things that were priorities to me intentionally and saying no to everything else. And so it was really coaching that helped empower me to get to the point where I now love practicing medicine again. I now love my journey. And if I decide to leave medicine someday, it's going to be on my own terms and because I want to, and it's going to be a very intentional process. I don't have any plans to do that right now. Some of the clients that I coach do, but you know, the point is that it took me from a, a point of feeling powerless and burned out and just overwhelmed as a dad, as a husband, as a doctor to feeling like I could handle this stuff and I had power and autonomy and could show up as the person I wanted to be. And so coaching played a pivotal role in taking me out of that place that I was, and despite looking like the classic overachiever on the outside, being miserable to where I am now, where I, I now really enjoy the journey. I'm no longer looking forward to the next thing that's going to make me happy, the next success or accomplishment that I was depending on to keep me up while I was drowning. I now get to actually enjoy the journey just because it's the journey. It's the process, right? And I know that you love the, the journey and I, I just wasn't that guy for a long time, but now I'm starting to, to learn that role. Yeah. We first met a couple of years ago and we were talking about it and I was like, I don't even like the end result. I just like the journey and experiencing the ups and the down. You're like, you're weird, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's so weird to me. And I'm now you're up. coming full circle. Yeah, Welcome yeah. to the dark side, my friend. Yeah. I love it's it. You're no, I, I can I'm, totally yeah, I, tell a change in everything you've been doing over the last 18 months. And I love it. And that's why really why we're here today talking through it for the non-physician in me here, because obviously I'm not a doctor. And right. I could be like, oh, joking. Oh, WebMD that. Thanks, Jimmy. But I know like most doctors, they like evidence and to think through like, well, what actually is it? Is this peer reviewed or, or whatever it may be? Is there evidence around coaching? I know you've experienced some good stuff. I see lots of financial therapy, to be honest, in our own practice. And I know that it works, but I don't have like actual concrete hard evidence to prove, hey, you do this, this works. It, do you, have you seen anything? Is there anything out there with coaching around the evidence piece? Yeah, it's a good question. So let me back up and explain what coaching is and I'll talk about the evidence. So that would probably be helpful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So coaching is the, the best analogy that I can give for this. And I know that not everybody's going to be a sports person or a golfer, but I think that the analogy makes just a ton of sense, right? So a couple of months ago, I went and got a, a golf lesson and I kept hitting the ball left. I kept hitting it out of bounds. And um, I love to play golf. I'm not a great golfer. Those are two very different things. But I was like, hey, I'm going to get a lesson and learn how to hit the ball straight again. And so I show up and I have an idea. I've thought in my head about what my swing looks like, what needs to be fixed. My left arm could be a little straighter. I could transfer my weight a little bit better. I just know I need someone's help. And so I walk up to this thing. He throws some balls down and says, hey, why don't you warm up and starts taking a video of me on his iPad. And then after I hit a few, he, he sits me down and says, hey, I want to show you something. And again, I have an idea in my head of what I need to fix. 
And then he proceeds to show me this iPad video of the worst golf swing I have ever seen in my life. Now, I know I have a very unconventional swing, but this thing was like just, I mean, I've watched lots of golf. This is not what it's supposed to look like. And he honestly, after showing me what I looked like, just being a mirror for my thoughts and what it was producing in this life in in terms of a golf swing, like I realized, wow, there's a lot that needs to be changed about that before he even said anything. And then he proceeded to say, okay, so you have some ideas, but let's put these thoughts in your head and go back and swing the golf club again. Let's try to go halfway back to stop when you feel like you're halfway and hit the ball. And of course, I was actually taking a full swing, but in my head, it felt like a half swing and the ball started going straight again. I was going way too far back and he fixed like five or six other things. And they were all fixing thoughts in my head. And that produced a physical result with a golf ball going straight down the fairway. So coaching is exactly the same thing outside of golf for physicians. So it is looking at your unexamined, unintentional thoughts, what that's producing in your life, asking you if that's where you want to be, and then helping show you this is what it's producing. And these are the the intentional thoughts that you can think to help change that. And so coaching is the same way for golf coaching as it is for for life coaching or career coaching or business coaching or entrepreneur coaching for, for doctors. So in terms of the evidence, there is now really interesting evidence out there. But if you look at 2019 JAMA, they came out with an article, they did a pilot randomized control trial, had about 80 or 90 doctors in it. And they looked at a group where they got professional coaching, six sessions, three and a half hours, compared that to the other group of doctors who had self-coaching stuff made available to them, but they didn't actually go through coaching with another person. And it was amazing. It dropped their, their burnout by 20%. It increased their quality of life. It increased their resilience, their life satisfaction. And we know that other studies have shown that if you have peer-to-peer support groups or just the opportunities to talk things out, that apparently we as humans live in societies because we need to talk to other people and that when we do that, it's helpful. And it turns out that's even true for doctors. Imagine that. And it's particularly helpful for doctors who feel lonely. So coaching can come in one of two forms. There's group coaching where you get coached in front of other people. That sounds really daunting at first, but it's actually really powerful. And the reason why is because two things. One is that everybody in there is helping you kind of sort through your thoughts. And additionally, they're really kind of learning with you. The details of their story may be different than yours, but the truths and the tools and coaching principles can be applied to pretty much anybody. And that's really pretty cool. And the second thing is, is that when you see someone else getting coached on a topic, you all of a sudden realize I'm not alone. Because the burnout and moral injury that happens in medicine that feels us, leaves us feeling very powerless is a very lonely place to be. And so group coaching helps with that. And of course, there's one-on-one coaching too. And so those are two opportunities that are in the alpha coaching experience that we're going to talk in a little bit. But th- those are the two kinds of coaching that generally speaking exist right now. Yeah. And we've noticed the same thing with our one-on-one clients to our financial fellowship group coaching that we have when we do, a, you know, building out a group financial plan. It's, Seems right. a little donny at first, but I, again, I've said on the podcast, say it everywhere. There's no such thing as a dumb question. It's just dumb not to ask them. And right. that was very apparent the first few times that we ran the financial fellowship because it was, I have this question. I don't know if it's going to be applicable, but here it is, blah, blah, blah. And then someone's, oh, great question. And the other one's like chiming in on the text. Yeah, I have that question too. And then it kind of got it going, which is always great. But, you know, I have heard through my own practice that sometimes, some people just are not into it and that's totally fine. They call it, oh, this is touchy, too touchy feely. It's like, well, if we get to the root of it, like, where do you want to go with your life? What do you want to do? And as you start to unpack that, you might get a little emotional, might feel very uncomfortable, but as you work through it, it will come out a much better person on a much better side of this. But yeah. sometimes they're like, well, this feels like therapy. And I'm assuming you get the same piece right? Is this coaching? Is this therapy? Are they one in the same? How does this work? 
Like people have this negative connotation. It's a bad thing or that person's weak when in fact, I think they're actually extremely strong for saying, I've had this issue. This has been a problem. I'm tackling these issues. I'm working through it. I'm getting better every day. That takes a really strong person to do that. And I wish we didn't as a society look negatively upon those that have it. Otherwise, who cares if it's therapy or coaching or planning or whatever, but sometimes people get stuck up on the word therapy. And so I was curious, do you have that issue? Yeah. So it's super interesting. It turns out that the answers are in the questions, right? So the questions that we ask ourselves, whether we're trying to start a side gig and what a person would act like if they had a side gig and starting to decide to act like that kind of person. And amazingly, all of a sudden you have a side gig. It's the same thing for coaching. It's all about the questions and it's different from therapy, very different from therapy. So therapy spends a lot of time looking backwards. Hey, let's examine how you got to where you got to so that we can understand where you are. Coaching says, that's great. I'm glad that you understand where you came from. That's super important, but let's move forward. Let's not let your past control your future. It's good that you understand where you came from and the result that's produced in your life. But now you get to leave that in the past and move forward. And so coaching is a much more forward-driven kind of endeavor compared to therapy. And, and I think that's a really important distinction to make because a coach is basically, and, and I was fine, but you mentioned the feelings and stuff. This is always super interesting to me because if you talk about coaching to, to most men, you need to use words like strategy or tools or tips because guys have this idea that you know, talking about your feelings is not really kosher. That's not a good thing. They work to do. too tough and too strong. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and it's hilarious know. because literally, if you stop, just like from a, a logical standpoint, feelings drive every single thing that you do in your life. There are only two things that most humans are trying to accomplish, which is to seek pleasure in life or to avoid pain. Those are feelings. And that drives the strategies and the tools and the tips that dudes want to talk about all the time. But they're driven by feelings. Whether you like it or not, it's the way that it is, the way that your brain is wired that our thoughts lead to our feelings, lead to actions, and the results that we produce in this life. And so it, it is hilarious, but they're like, no, bro, not talking about that. But if you want to tell me how to get out of it, I'll talk about that. But yeah, it's really interesting because there is a big difference between therapy and coaching. Coaching is not therapy. It's not medical treatment. It is not seeing a psychiatrist. It is very, very different than that. In fact, the entire idea behind coaching is asking you questions to reveal your thoughts to yourself and then examine how they produce in your life. And then you come up with the intentional thought and all the other things we've talked about already, right? So coaching, good coaching is asking questions and helping you figure it out because ultimately it's the client who has the success. It's the client that makes the transformational change. The coach is just there to help you do it, right? It's just there to help you show you that it's already inside of you. You already know what to do, but let's figure out why you haven't gotten started yet. Let's get you going, get you past yourself and become the best you know, partner, parent, physician that you want to be. I'm curious, how many people as you go through this, is it the projection of what others are going to think of them? That's always a big one in society. They're always like, I got to go keep up with Dr. Jones is over here with the Beamers and Teslas and houses. I'm just curious, like from a non-financial standpoint, because that's really what I see. Honestly, I think that most people that have coaches, what ends up happening is people don't know that you have a coach until something changes in your life. And they're like, dude, what's different? Something's changed you've lost 75 pounds. Like you're making a ton of money on the side because you started an entrepreneurial side gig. You are happier at work. Like you're not angry at your kids or your spouse all the time, right? Like people start noticing the changes in your life and then they come to find out you've had a coach. And that's honestly, hilariously, one of the ways that happened to me is I had someone that I work with who had a total transformation, lost like a ton of weight, was a leader in our department and come to find out they have a coach. And the coach trained where I am. And, and so it was, it was super interesting because if you hadn't necessarily asked, you wouldn't 
really know that, but the transformation is often so obvious that you can't help but ask. And so I don't know there's a, a huge issue with it in terms of like outward appearance and stuff. I will say that sometimes people are a little bit skeptical about the group coaching aspect and being coached in front of other people. And they don't realize that if they're, if they want to be an introvert and hang around behind the keyboard and just watch someone else get coached, they can totally do that. And they're still going to learn from it. But the second that you decide to, to jump in and get coached in front of other people, you realize how powerful it is. And most of those people end up having a coach for you know the foreseeable future. Yeah, it makes sense. Growing up and back to horrible sports analogy, but like we have coaches all our lives doing all sorts of things, helping us perfect our dribble, our shot, our swing or whatever. And it's like when we become adults and we become boring, it's like all of a sudden the coaches go away. And sometimes we step in as like a financial coach and accountability partner. And it's really the think that team accountability piece that really helps a lot of our clients go forward. But I could totally understand and see, and that's why I can see the transformation in you. And that's really why we're here is I want to talk about this and why it's so important. I know there's like a thought model and all this cool stuff that you're doing. I know you're hosting a couple of webinars that are, that are coming out and then you've got your actual coaching that you're doing. And so I'm thinking, let's round this out with maybe tell everyone a little bit about your alpha coaching experience. Why alpha one? Yeah. So what the coaching is. Yeah. So I've actually gotten a lot of questions about that. So the background is the name of my website is the physician philosopher for a reason. I was a philosophy major, right? So think like Greek philosophy. I'm thinking like alpha and beta, like financial terms. So I've actually been asked that too, because of the the space that we live in. But yeah, so alpha is the first letter of the Greek alphabet. And so the idea there is that when people get introduced to coaching, it's almost like a new language. It's like going to medical school where you learn Latin. Well, in coaching, you learn some Greek and the new language needs to be applied in your life. And alpha is the first letter of the Greek alphabet. And this is a first step or first foray into coaching for a lot of physicians. And so that's where alpha coaching comes from. Did you think of this? Yeah, totally, man. Was it you? Was it your lovely wife? Was it your sister? Uh, like, did you? Because this is too creative. That's uh, a really well thought out answer. Totally me, man. I was a philosophy major, bro. That's what we I'm, think about. I know. Like, ethereal. I know, but my mind's a little blown right there that you connected all those dots and did it. Anyway, that's awesome. All right. So so explain the coaching experience, what they're going to go through, like difference between one-on-one and group coaching. I get asked that a lot between the planning side. So I, I think you know, maybe just go through a little bit of those pieces for them. Yeah. So what's involved in uh, the Alpha Coaching Experience is it's a 12-week program. And so there's weekly coaching with me each week. Don't worry if you can't make it, it's recorded and then stored behind a password protected site so you can go and view it later. In addition to that, you get eight one-on-one coaching sessions with the alpha coaches that work in the program. And so it's up to 20 coaching calls for you. The evidence says that you need six to find transformational, decreasing burnout, increasing quality of life in in physicians in, in particular. We're giving you more than three times that uh, time or three and a half hours. We give you much more than that. In addition, there are self-coaching tools that you can apply in terms of topics, things like how to handle being overwhelmed with your schedule or how to stop over drinking or overeating. There are tools in the program that help you with those sort of things as well. There's a book that comes along with it to teach you uh, or to introduce the coaching principles to you so that when you jump in, you can jump in with two feet and you know exactly where you're going. You can start the program running. And then the really cool thing, or one of the really cool things is that you have text access. So some of you might be familiar with this, but some of you might not be. So an app called Slack, where you can directly communicate with all of the, the clients in the program and all the coaches. And there are only three things that come to my phone, texts, emails, and Slack. And so that's a way to get help if you need it in between you know, coaching calls. And so we're trying to you know, make this as accessible to people as possible because the entire purpose behind this experience is to help start to change the culture of medicine one doctor at a time to help them feel 
like they've regained that autonomy and that power and, and so they can balance being the partner, parent, and physician that they are. So we really believe that in order to do that, we need to make this as accessible and as helpful to doctors as possible. So that's the basic structure of the program. And just for my clarification, because I've seen there's all sorts of stuff out there, courses and coaching and you yeah. name it, getting targeted to physicians. And most of the time I see it's like, well, this is for women, but yeah. you haven't mentioned that. So is this only for men? Is this for all physicians? Is everyone created equal in this one? Like, yeah. how do you navigate that field? Because I, I don't mean to be like insensitive. But I just know that oh, it's a great uh, question. there's differences in everyone's business models. Super, super good question, right? So when you market any product, you have to, to market to somebody. And as it turns out in the coaching world, there are like 160 coaches that have gone through the program, Life Coach School, to get certification. And like 158 of them are women that are physicians wow. that coach. And the interesting thing is that a large majority of them only work with women. And so you have women physicians who are coaches that only work with women. And so that's the current culture environment that coaching is currently in. In fact, when I set up to get certified through Life Coach School, I was like the first male physician, I think, in the U.S. to do it. And now there are a few others doing the same. But it's, it's really interesting because in this topsy-turvy, upside-down world, there's just not a lot of help if you're a guy. And so if you go and ask for coaching from a lot of women physicians that only work with women, they'll say, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you're looking for help. I only work with women. Let me refer you to so on. And you keep getting you know, put down the road. So I wanted to create a program that's for everybody. So if you're a, a male physician, a woman physician, this program is for you. It is for anybody and everybody, regardless of your, your sex. If you're non-binary, got a great program for you. We really accept everybody. But with the marketing, I actually got a lot of questions about that because people are like, hey, is this only for men? Why are we only talking about guys? This is ridiculous. Like I am one of the staunchest like he for she woman physician supporters that exist. And I, I am crazy passionate about that. But when we marketed it, because there's such a huge need among the men, because there's not very many coaches that work with men, that's where our marketing went. But it's totally for everybody. And we want to help all physicians of all kinds be the best partner parent physician that they can be. Gotcha. That's cool. Well, I appreciate you coming in and giving us some of your time and talking with us through it. And while this is a more serious talk that we give than we do on Money Meets Medicine or that you've been on financial residency, this is still, I think, extremely important. And I've noticed the change in you. I know that when we work with our clients, there's a lot of different pieces that come into that are not just ones and zeros. And so I thought this would be really beneficial for the community to hear to think about things differently, to maybe jump in one of your free webinars or maybe even to jump into your coaching if they think it's applicable. So you guys can check out what Jimmy's doing at financialresidency.com slash TPP webinar, or you can jump in and look at his coaching at financialresidency.com slash ACE. So Jimmy, thanks so much for doing that, um, coming on. I appreciate it. And this was, I think, really well put together. I'm excited you're doing this. And this makes so much sense for everything that you're doing to really be able to offer this to people, whether it's the free, the group, the one-on-one. I'm happy that someone's doing it and that it's you. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Thanks for the support. And thanks for the opportunity to come chat with your group. Of course. All right, bud. See you soon. All right, everyone. Hopefully that was helpful for you guys. I appreciate you guys being here. Thanks again. Have a great weekend. I'll see you on Monday. Cheers. Cheers.